So fucking what?
really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Hey, fucker, quick check-in. In case nobody said it, glad your mom didn't swallow. Hit the charging pad, power up that cuntiness for a super cunt tomorrow. Damn right, because today is Friday! Woo! Look at that! Super Bowl, the post-Super Bowl week is over, the hangover's over, you made it to the weekend! Fan-fucking-tastic. Good morning and welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's Right, You Guessed It, The uh, Arnie State Show. Hope you are having a good morning so far. I know I am. I, I, I did shoulders today. Got my swole on. Got, got a little swole going with the shoulders. Got a couple new shoulder routines. Learned some new forearm lifts yesterday. Holy shit. Am I going to be freaky looking? Good God. Couple of updates, too, before we start saying good mornings, before we start talking about everything that's happening today. Took the new Braun 9 Series Razor out for a test spin, and many feet. Look how beautiful I am. If you're watching on Twitch right now, you can see how pretty I am. No cuts, either. That's what I like about electric razors, is I don't have to worry about cutting the shit out of myself. So thank you again to the one and only bratty kid for my wonderful Valentine's Day present. Now, yesterday, <clears throat> I embarked on a, uh, you know, I, I, I've gone on this cooking quest as uh, last six months or so, trying new things out, you know, testing the waters. And not every time is a home run. Look, look, the first time I tried to make hush puppies, failed miserably. Failed miserably because I didn't know the secret. Now that I know the secret, I can make them on my own. Now, it's a pain in the ass. Cleanup is a motherfucker. So if I can still buy them in the frozen section, eh, I can get away with that one. Last week, I told you I tried some. Uh, I, I, I love chicken and dumplings. It's one of my favorite meals that isn't a red meat. I had it at Dairy Queen last week. The first day, it was good. The second day, the batch was terrible. Got sick. But I still love chicken and dumplings. So I found me a crock pot chicken and dumplings recipe, and we made it yesterday. And good God Almighty, I I I, I mean I mean holy shit, this is slapped mama good. I I I, I mean seriously, if my mom was around, she tried that, she would look at me and she goes, "You better slap me, because that's that good." Wouldn't change a thing, and even bratty kid ate it. That's how good it was. Oh. Recipe, maybe someday will be going up. We, I, I don't know. This, this one, I could, I could take this one to the grave because this one is good. So those are my updates uh, from yesterday and this morning. We have a lot to get to on the show today. Some people are losing their fucking love of minds. That, that, that's all I got to say. Okay, we, we have a lot of this. I got to talk about this new goddamn Beyonce song. I don't want to talk about this new goddamn Beyonce song, but it's starting to hit the, 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 the shit's hitting the fan, people. So let's say some good mornings. First one here today is my man, Derek. Becca, Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Becca. Missed yesterday because of training. Good to be back. Well, Becca. welcome back, my friend. Uh, we got to give a special shout out to my main man. 
Christopher. Christopher! I love you very much. We do. I said my piece, Chrissy. Where's Christopher? Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Now, I'm pretty good when it comes to movies coming out and shit. I had no idea about this movie. Christopher went out, went to the star-studded Hollywood gala for Madam Web. Is this like Spider-Girl? Like, 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 I didn't see one commercial for this movie. Sorry, I need to breathe. Didn't see one fucking commercial for this movie at all. So it's Spider-Girl? I don't know. He, he, the review's up. It's going to go up at ArnieRadio.com uh, sometime today. Uh, but I did put it on the social medias so y'all can see it. Please leave an eggplant uh, for Christopher. Like I said, no idea this movie was even coming out. Craziness. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Says, good morning, ass family, and happy hump day round two for some. I'm strapped in for another exciting episode of the show. Let's do this. Watch Arnie over on Twitch. There I am. Uh, www.twitch.tv slash the Arnie State Show. Thank you so much, my friend. I hope you have a good Friday at school today. Safety guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Good morning, Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Says happy Friday, y'all. Let's kick today's ass. I like that. That is a good mentality to have. It's Friday. Kick today's ass. Especially Tyler. Not funny, haha, funny queer. Says it's Friday. Let's freaking go. Hope everyone has a great day and stays safe this weekend. Indeed, Dan. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho madness, yes. Yes, indeed. Good morning to you, my friend, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Good morning to you. Hope you have a great astastic weekend as well. There's my two guys, Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. Good morning, boys. Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Says good morning. Thank God it's Friday. Baseball tryouts start tomorrow. Time to finalize our team. Very nice. Coach Warbird in the house. Gonna need one of them R hats for Roscoe, buddy. Just saying. By the way, by the way, yesterday I watched uh, Iron Claw again. It's on demand. And and I asked Brady Kiss if she wanted to watch it, and she didn't want to watch it. She doesn't have any, you know, desire to learn anything about the Von Erics, and that's cool. By the way, I still get choked up whenever I see the Sportatorium in that. But this is how I know how awesome Braddy Kid is. She's not paying any attention to this movie whatsoever. She's on her phone. She's playing with Roscoe. She's got the new puppy. And all of a sudden, the Ric Flair character comes into this. And he starts doing the promo. And she looks at the screen. She goes, that guy sucks. I was like, that's why I chose you. Worst actor in the world. The, the dude can't even do a proper woo. Awful. That guy is an abortion. Man, oh man. King Steve. 
is finally fucking Friday. Yes, I watched Iron Claw, I think, twice yesterday. I'll probably watch it again today. Uh, you know, it, it, it's the Von Erics. I'm trying to like the movie even more, but it, it, it's hard. Devin Stater. Shocking. Shocking. This is Happy Friday, ass family. Uh, sure hope uh, Tahoe Joe is doing better today. I did not hear from Joe yesterday. Hopefully, he got checked out. Hopefully, everything's all right. Ski bum. I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down. When I had sunny side all the way around. It's been a long week. Glad I can listen live today. Well, I'm glad you can listen live as well, Bobby. It's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Uh, good morning to you. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. Duh. Well, I know you're here every day, but I like to announce that you're here. Duh. Okay, she says Taylor was on point this morning. Yes, she wakes up early so she can watch the Taylor Swift concerts. <sighs> sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Good morning to you, boat girl. Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but she's nothing but a common street whore. Huh? Good morning to you. It's Friday. Good morning, Arnie and Ass family. The good Darren. Please be a fart. Happy freaking Friday to you as well, Chazman. It's Enrico Palazzo. Says finally fucking Friday, ass family. I'll be looking for Joe Murphy in Reno today. Have the best possible, everyone. He'll be the guy carrying around the uh, the ice maker, the countertop ice maker. That's that's how you know Joe. Like he'll be walking down like Fourth Street and he'll have an ice maker in his hands. That's Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Stink fist. Good morning to you, buddy. This is good morning, ass. Everyone have a great weekend and be safe. Absolutely have an awesome weekend and be safe. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says ahoy. Fuck Joe Biden. Trump 24, bitch. Braddy Kid says it shaved down under great, too. What? Huh? What? Huh? Uh, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys girl, good morning. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. I uh, hope you're doing well this morning. Christopher, there he is. Says, good morning, ass family. There's a new ass review on the socials. Check it out. Please leave a like and an eggplant if you appreciate it. Of course we will. Uh, oh, that movie has Sydney Sweeney in it. Uh, and she is a hot. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, she, she, she's, she's all right. She, she's, she's okay. She, she's all right. Uh, Dave Coe says, I heard Spider-Girl with a squirter. <laughs> uh, have you seen this? Safety guy says, what, what, what am I looking for here? Um, crime is going through. What are you going to do? Uh, meet the NYPD dance team. Doesn't surprise me at all, safety guy. I mean, the shit that's happening in our world right now. First of all, we're supposed to believe. We, 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 there's this story out there. Days never finished. Donald. Master got me working. Someday master set me free. Morning to you. So we're to believe that the Ruskies are fixing to fly up into outer space. And they're going to, uh, they, they have anti-satellite nukes up there. Now, they're not going to target anything on the ground. 
what they're going to do is they're going to target shit up in space. Now, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here. So what this will do is this will la- this will lock us out of the internet. This will lock us out of GPS systems. This could cripple civilian communications for the U.S. and Western allies. Hold on a second here. Let me just go. Okay. So I don't know if they have the capability of it. The, the world will turn against Russia if this happens. I, I, I'm just letting you know. If Russia does this because it does violate the, uh, the outer space policy that was signed in the 60s, that is a real thing that we, can know, we, we can't weaponize space. <sighs> now, far be it for me to be somebody who says I'm a conspiracy theorist, okay? Because I have to deal with those morons next, the real crazy conspiracy theorists. But couldn't the government just, I don't know, our government, like, I don't know, turn off the satellites and go, oh, my God, we've been attacked by Russia. Because if they turn off the satellites and we don't have the Internet and and, and we don't have ways to find stuff out, We'll just have to believe it's the Ruskies. I mean, this 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 one's getting a little bit out there. Uh, didn't we do fine before the internet and GPS? I was thinking the same thing, but but here's the thing, boat girl. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Some of us would be okay. Some of us remember, like 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 uh, Pepperidge Farms. Remember, Wait, where's my damn remembrance thing here? Uh, I remember growing up. Pepperidge Farm remembers. And I grew up here in Texas. Now, during the springtime, we would get some nasty storms. We get tornado warnings, tornado watches, warnings. A watch means there could be a tornado. That maybe warning means there's fungal clouds around, and you better fucking get in a bathtub somewhere. And you hear the sirens going off, you better sure as shit get in a damn bathtub somewhere. Oklahoma, y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, usually when you either get a watch or a warning, the rain is so bad that the electricity gets cut out. Now, there was a time when we would light candles and we had little bitty transistor radios to turn up. By the way, got a story about radio that is blowing my mind this morning. Um... But we'd have our little handheld battery-operated radios, and we would listen to the AM stations to see what, we, what, what should we do next. Where's the storm headed? All that kind of stuff. Generation Z and, and, and millennials, y'all ain't got, and, and whatever's after Generation Z, whatever, it, y'all ain't got no shot. If y'all ain't got an internet, y'all might as well just suck on a fucking shotgun. Because y'all are going to be lost. Y'all can't write in cursive and you can't drive stick shift. I don't know what to do if the internet went down. You're going to be triggered. We're going to see a bunch of like, you know, 18 to 30 year olds just in in a chair rocking back and forth. We don't have an internet. Oh, no social media. Oh. Now, 
let me just say this on behalf of myself. Hey, Pootie. If, in fact, this is real, okay, if, in fact, you do have a plan that's set to knock out satellite, which is going to kill our Internet and all that kind of stuff, well, that doesn't mean you fucked with me. You see, you knock my show off the air, Pootie, I'm going to go ahead and challenge you to a fight. Yeah, me and you. Pootie, if it's true, I'm calling you out. I'm calling out a world leader. I, 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 what I'll do is I'll go up to him. I don't think he's a very tall fella. I'll put a bowl of soup on his head first. And then I'll look at him right in the eye. And I'm going to take my big toe. And I'm going to draw a line. I said, I bet you don't cross that line. Motherfucker crosses that line. Well, it's on then. It's on like neck bone then. Don't fuck with the internet. Come on now. Uh, I still keep a, an elementary school desk at my house so <laughs> in case of a nuclear attack or an earthquake. Yeah, man, if you can get a hold of one of those old elementary school desks, you're safe. Uh, cops cleared the homeless at Cesar Chavez Park for a movie filming with uh, DiCaprio. My question is, why not show the truth? Well, why would DiCaprio want that? Isn't DiCaprio some kind of crazy liberal fucking climate change person? Putin will be added to the ass-kicking list for 2024, whether or not you have terminal disease. Amen to that. Gibby says, I'm at the end of millennial. I think this country needs a good reset. I bought an emergency radio and emergency food recently and getting ready to build a solar setup. I grew up in the woods living off land. Not all of us are retarded. No, and see, Gibby, that's the thing. I understand. I I, I have to throw all of you millennials in because that's when it started was with the millennials. But I know plenty of millennials that are hardworking, smart, savvy, people I'd hang out with. There are plenty of millennials out there that, that do not buy into their lazy as fuck fellow millennials, then followed by Gen Z and whatever's after that. Those are all just puke stains. So... I honestly think this story is nothing more than more Russian propaganda, uh, and, and, and I hope it's not true. Right? That, that's all I can say is I, I can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets full first. Um, but before that, the biggest story in the news for the last couple of days has been this terrible shooting that happened in Kansas City, Missouri, by the way. I don't know where my sisters were during this. Maybe they were part of it. Uh, they have four, I, I think, four people detained, not giving any really details out, that, not that many details out on it. What we do know is one person was killed, a uh, Hispanic woman. I only point that out because the news needed to point that out last night, who was a, a DJ at a, a radio station. Well, the idiots that are idiots... Uh, have decided to come up with a brand new conspiracy theory about this. And this is their claim. Let me, let me, let me make sure I got the, all the right sound effects in. There we go. I think we're too damn dependent on the internet and cell phones. Throw a CB radio in your pickup. Good to go. Amen to that. Um, 
Conspiracy theorists are saying that the Kansas City parade shooting that left one dead was all part of a bigger plan. It was all a part of a bigger plan perpetrated by none other than Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. No, I'm not making that up. They say that Travis and and Taylor plan to support Biden and gun control laws. Y'all are just dumb. I mean, that, 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 that's all I can say. Y- y'all are dumb. People that came up with this, come on. Now, and, and by the way, everybody that's trying to say, oh, well, she's an artist, of course she's going to be liberal. Travis Kelsey, look, if you were to ask me if I would bet money on this or not, I would bet money that he didn't do it because from what I understand, he got paid a boatload, anywhere between 20 and $30 million to make the Pfizer commercials. I don't know if he actually got the, 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 the shot, and I'm not trying to be a Travis Kelsey apologist. Look, they're going to offer me $30 million. I'll put my mug on TV and put a fucking fake Band-Aid on my arm. I got the shot. I got the shot because I wanted to travel. Do I regret it? No. Do I wish I didn't get it? Yes, but I don't regret it. But you're telling me that because Taylor Swift set this whole thing up, her and her team. I'm ready to hear her jet crash with them both on board. This is National Enquirer shit. Careful. National Enquirer gets shit right a lot. This is, this is news of the world. This is Alex Jones crazy right here. Now, a story that's not being overreported, and, and it's because this person wants to do it this way. Um, Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to, uh, to the woman's family who was killed. She just gave him $100,000. So, and, and she does that stuff all the time. So, good for her. But let, let, let's stop. Let, let, let's stop this assault. The, everything bad that's happening in America is orchestrated by Taylor Swift because she wants Joe Biden elected. DNA! Have you seen my wiener? Good morning to you. She started the Ukraine war, too. She's playing the long game. This is weekly world news. Yeah. This is the old black and white one with Bat Boy on it, where Jesus was shaking hands with Clinton. <laughs> is she the new Hillary? <laughs> now, here's one we can actually talk about, even though people are upset at. And, and, and I got to say, I got to say, you know what? Y'all need to clean your pussies out a little bit more. People are saying, oh, there's another red flag for Travis Kelsey. As he posed smiling, god damn that bastard, with Kansas City police 
after the shooting. So I guess there was uh, after the the parade, and from what I understand, the Chiefs had already left the area. Well, mainly they had left the area, most of them, when the shooting started. And they were on their way to do other stuff. Travis Kelsey was just fucking hammered. Well, it seems there was an after party. Um... And the picture I see is Travis Kelsey standing outside where the after party's going to be, and there's two Kansas City police officers. Kelsey's got a beer in his hand, and he's taking a selfie with them. And people are saying, oh, my God, how can you take a selfie when there was a shooting that happened? How can you smile? Well... Uh, I'm worth over $100 million. I'm banging the biggest star in the world like a fucking screen door. Oh, and I just won the Super Bowl. That's how I'm smiling. This, in my opinion, is the case of you're damned if you do and if you're damned if you don't. Because can you imagine Travis Kelsey, if he or, or anybody, and he, everybody's jumping on it because it's him right now, okay? Imagine your favorite athlete just won the Super Bowl, okay? Let's say Niner fans, it was Christian McCafferty, and there was a shooting in San Francisco, and they had an after party, and Christian McCafferty were to be asked to take a picture with police. He's going to take that picture because if he doesn't take the picture with the police, then the story's out there. He dur- turned down cops, a selfie, because he's too uh, he's too out of their league. He's too Hollywood for them. Or the fact that, and, and by the way, the policeman is holding the camera and smiling as well. Maybe he was hammered because he felt bad. He was part of the plan. Oh, well, thank you, Colin. Y'all just, y- y'all need to go out, like I said, uh, get a Brillo pad. <coughs> SOS, if you will. Uh, moistened it up a little bit. And yes, I said moisten just to gross people out. Wet it up a little bit. Put it under the sink. And maybe you get one of them old school SOS pads. Y'all old people know with the blue shit on there. It's steel wool and some kind of cleaning solution that they have fucking adhered to it. And just start scrubbing away. Clean that pussy up. I just lost the Super Bowl, but won this. Bang, bang, nain or gang. Too soon? I'm never going to say too soon. Come on. You know, it's me. Can we Can we just stop with all of this? The, the oh, this is happening, and, and he's a bad guy. Look, look. I think he's a dirtbag for what he did to his head football coach for bumping into Andy Reid. And I don't care if you're in the throes of competition and you're uber competitive because just like Tommy said the other day, he and I are both super competitive. I never got in the face of one of my coaches or pushed one of my coaches. You know why? Because they were my coach. And here's a little thing. They could make me run. I didn't like running. 
By the way, to this day, at 52 years old, I still don't like running. Nobody bumps their general in war. Amen to that. And see, that's the dirtbag part of it. I'm not going to let that one go. I'm just not letting that one go. But as far as taking a picture with police, and, and here's the other thing. I don't even give a shit that he was so fucking hammered at the parade. I don't even care about that. Good for him. He wasn't driving anywhere. wasn't like this parade was going to get a continuance like some people. This was an entire parade, not a a, a 0.35% of a parade. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Good morning to you. Hope you're doing good. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, you don't get in the face of a coach like that. He should have been knocked down a peg for that. I, you know, I, I'll tell you this right now. You want to put me in that spot? Okay, I'm Andy Reid. I'm already fat. Now I got Super Bowl rings and a lot of money, so that's good. Um, you come bumping into me. Guess what, Travis? When, when did that, that, that happen in the first half, right? We're going to be taking your helmet away from you, son. You haven't done anything so far in the game anyway, so why don't you just go park your tail right over there on the bench? Oh, Arnie, you wouldn't bench him. You want to try me? You want to try me? You, you, you're going you're gonna to come and you're going to bump the head coach like that? No, you'll, you'll get benched. And that's what should have happened. Andy Reid didn't do it, though. Stacy. When people find out that I have four testicles, they usually kind of treat me a little weird. Uh, good morning to you. Happy Friday, everyone. I did notice he sat a lot. Well, and, and he didn't sit long enough for me. I might let him back in sometime in the third quarter, depending on how we're playing, depending on how bad Kermit the Frog. Uh, Kermit the Frog here, uh, playing quarterback for the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. Uh, hey, uh, coach, can we get uh, Travis back in? Hi-o. His brother even called him out for that. Thank you, Zach. Zach, good morning to you, my friend. Hope you're doing good. Um, everybody should call him out for that. You don't fucking bump the head coach. If that would have happened back in the 70s and 80s in Dallas with Tom Landry, if somebody would have bumped into him, Randy White would have eaten that person. Kelsey said that Andy Reid should have cold cocked him. I, I, I'll tell you this right now. I, I might send his ass back to the locker room. Fuck you. But see, this is the thing. Andy Reid ain't that guy. I'm going to tell you why Andy Reid ain't that guy. You remember when Andy Reid was the coach of the Eagles? When he was a real scumbag? And his two sons showed up at the Super Bowl, and they were high as a kite, and they both got arrested afterwards for doing dope. And then they got arrested again for doing dope. Well, he ain't that tough. Andy Reid might seem like he's a tough guy, but he's a little jolly fat guy. So I think the players kind of know that he's not a a tough guy. Do that shit to Chuck Knoll for the old school Steelers. See what happens. Do that to Bum Phillips on the Oilers, and Earl Campbell will run you over. You don't touch the coach. The end. And, and by the way, I can only think of one great example of this. 
And we all know that this guy's a shit bird. Caw, caw. <laughs> Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, if you go back and you watch the World Series from, I believe, 70, or the Yankees from, like, 76 to 78, back when they were playing the Dodgers a bunch in the World Series, Reggie Jackson used to get into it with Billy Martin all the time. They would have fucking arguments. They would go face-to-face. He's the last guy I remember doing that to a coach. And can you imagine? Oh, uh, Mage, Mage, good morning to you, my friend. Konnichiwa, brother. I hope you're doing good today. I don't like you American. And all you American look alike. We read what the Alliance uh, coach said when Tommy was here. Woody Hayes would have choked him. Uh, do that to Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight would have killed you. Y- you just don't do that. You imagine somebody doing that to John Wooden? Nobody did it to Belichick. I mean, no matter what the sport is, you don't do that. You just don't. Do I still have that sound? I don't even know if I still have that sound effect. Hmm. Oh, this is the worst looking. Hold on a second here. Let's see something here. It's under please. Oh, please. No, that's that. Uh, Or don't. Oh, there it is right there. So when it comes to a coach. Please don't do that. Uh, Don't forget Lou Pinella when he was managing the Reds and he went after Rob Dibble in the locker room. Absolutely. You just don't do it. You, you don't don't be a shitbird. Now, oh God, I got this story this morning, and this story is, I would say, apropos for the day. Is it frightening? It's a little frightening when when I when I read this story. Um, it's more sad than anything. I owe all my broadcasting chops to working in radio. I was, I had the privilege, I had the opportunity to work on public airwaves for almost 30 years, 25 years on public airwaves. Whether it be a part of a TV field, whether it be a part of a radio field. Um, I was pretty good at it. I am in a broadcasting hall of fame. So when it comes to this topic, I'm pretty well educated. I mean, if you were to talk to me about like you know, panty liners, I, I don't know anything about panty liners. Okay. I just don't. I mean, I have skid marks, but they don't make anything for that except toilet paper. And who wants to use that? I work for a company called Intercom. And at the time, Intercom was about the third or fourth biggest broadcasting network out there. Behind people like CBS Radio 
and, and, and these other conglomerates, these other big giant companies. And then there was Intercom. And Intercom had stations. The biggest market they had was Boston. Uh, they also had Seattle, where I did work. Sacramento. They, they, they had lots of markets in the Midwest. Philly, uh, Philly, I, I, I take that back. Philadelphia was their biggest market. And I worked for that company for over 20 years. Well, I worked with that company. I'm an independent contractor. I don't want to get started on that. Um, and for the longest time, I worked with a general manager, and I, I worked with a group of people. And I ain't talking about directly on the show, people. I'm talking about the the company, starting with our general manager to uh, regional. Uh, Derek, I said hello to you. I, I, are you posting? I, I don't. I, man, people are having a hard time with the posting here. Uh, I got to talk to the Mixler people. Uh, says, I'm not sure if Mixler is working or not uh, for me. I'm here, though, today. Well, I, I saw you here earlier. Uh, the ugly shirted station manager. It, well, I mean, ugly shirt. He he was he was my direct line, and then there was the big Kahuna, the general manager, and then we had a regional vice president who was a, a foul mouthed woman who was pretty good at golf. Uh, her name uh, her name was Wheezy. Great lady, super duper gal. Fuck your mama. Hot mama. Good morning to you. And we got along with her. The only person that we kind of maybe ruffled feathers of, was the actual CEO who actually did sit down and take us to dinner, and I've had a few meetings with him. I've had chats with him. I told him how much I think the Eagles fucking suck because he's a Philadelphia guy, and I'm a Cowboy fan. His name is David Fields. And his father, Joe, started Intercom. His father, Joe, was uh, a lawyer who loved radio, and he got into radio, and he started buying stations, and he put down his law and, and went to work in radio. And he brought his son along, but his son became a lawyer. His son never spent any time in radio station, but his son thought he knew everything there was to know about radio, which he didn't, which led to bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. We've all seen the bad decisions. We can start with how, how that company said, yeah, let's get rid of Arnie. Okay. Hey, let's get rid of that damn show. Oh, okay. Hey, let's change our name to, to Odyssey, which they did. And hey, why don't we hire people that know nothing about radio to run radio? Fantastic idea. And just a few months ago, we had a story that Odyssey had to file for bankruptcy because they were losing money hand over fist. Well, wouldn't you know, they grew to be the second biggest radio company in America who own more than 220 stations. I know they're in Dallas, they're in L.A., they're in all the big markets now. 
Well, they filed uh, for bankruptcy, so somebody's got to help them out, right? Well, just two days ago, $400 million of debt that Odyssey had was bought and paid for by George Soros. If you don't know who George Soros is, you haven't listened to this show for a long time. George Soros is the walking devil. That's who he is. He is the most evil man on the face of the earth. His last name was not originally Soros. No, no, no. It was a a tad bit, as he would like to say, Jewier. Because, you see, he grew up during World War II. He was a kid. And do you know what he did? He, he, he lived over in Europe, and he would out all the other Jews to the Nazis. That's right. He pretty much sold his own people, but his father, who hated being a Jew, renamed them Soros because it was Latin for, like, to soar. Soros is not his real last name. It's his real last name because they change it legally and all that kind of stuff. But George Soros, who sold his own people to the Nazis to fund whatever is going on in the world, and we've seen he backs district attorneys who don't follow the law. He wants anarchy. He wants socialism to be involved. Actually, George Soros wants to run the world. And his fucking kid who grew up idolizing his daddy, wants the exact same thing. Well, the Soros Fund Management bought $400 million of debt and now own Odyssey. Boy, can't wait to hear that radio station. One source says this is scary. He'll take about 40% of the company, a massive chunk, um, decision by our existing new uh, debt holders to become equity holders in Odyssey represents a significant vote of confidence in our company. Uh, George, that, that's what Odyssey said. Odyssey's just like, hey, thanks. I can keep my fucking 10 BMWs now. I remember having Mikey on the show, and he was telling the story about how he made a meme where he put a funny thing up about Gavin Newsom on that damn show, or on his, I believe, personal Facebook page. And then was asked to take it down due to the fact that Gavin Newsom saw it because Gavin Newsom ran in some circles with some people that are part of the radio station. And they wanted him to take it down. Because it was anti-Newsome. Now, if you don't know what that's called, let me let me learn you real quick. That's called censorship. And you don't think that's going to be happening now on all Odyssey stations? All Odyssey stations are going to do nothing but play fucking Pfizer and Moderna commercials now all day long? Nothing but free ad space for Joe Biden? 
And before anybody can say, well, you have to, uh, you have to offer equal and uh, equal time to the opponent. You have to do that, yeah. But if you don't, so what? I mean, the FCC going to come after you? Oh no, the FCC is controlled by the president, who's controlled by that's right, George Soros. This is frightening. Swoosh! He says, have a few doc appointments today, so only here for a bit. All these anti-Steve Garvey commercials on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook just make me want to vote for him, yeah? Chuck says, yep, Mikey was censored on his non-work-related personal page. I know there are clauses about that in hiring documents, but it still reeks. Oh, it does. I can imagine, I can imagine if you have a Facebook page, and you put up there, you know, like, you know, a baby getting eaten by a donkey or something. That's going to be traumatizing. And Facebook's probably going to ask you to take it down. And your company's going to go, what the fuck are you doing putting up a donkey eating a baby? But he just had a, 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 a political just joke. I, mean, well, I, don't, I don't even know what it was. I don't even know how bad it was. But they told him to take it down. Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. There's my man, That's Rhino. 12 tennis t-shirts on. T-shirt it is 12 It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, you got to get your T-shirts and get them from 4T5printing.com. I got, but, but right now, but look, look, so nobody's had a rougher year than my man Rhino at 4T5printing. With all the machinery and everything, and he's learning all this new stuff, and he's printing out awesome shirts. I've gotten some from him already on the new presses. They're amazing. I'm supposed to be having a huge uh, order hopefully next week sometime coming to me. Can't wait. But you want to talk about somebody who doesn't give up. It's that guy. It's Rhino. There's a great story later on, uh, and I have to pay homage to the Barbie movie. But there's something that's really neat coming out from that, and I think that's the way people should handle shit. And the way that, that Rhino is handling shit is that he hasn't given up. He hasn't thrown the towel in. He hasn't asked for government assistance. He has learned new things. He has evolved. He's moved on. This is why I like... I, I, I'm happy to be friends with him. So, Maga Rhino, you have a great day, and get me those damn T-shirts whenever you can. Trucker James says, don't listen. Uh, King Steve says, this will push radio off the cliff. Podcasts have already taken over, indeed. But for how long? Uh, Bucket says, the desire for control over what others do is getting ridiculous, indeed. I should check my school contract for morality clause because I'm betting my liberal union wouldn't support me if I put those jokes, which I do. Probably not. And you got to watch. Look, look, look. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, and and but there's a clause in your contract. You remember a, a few years ago? I remember when I was doing this show. Um, I believe it was right at the beginning of COVID, or or something happened, and. There was a nurse at a hospital in Sacramento in Roseville or, or somebody who worked there, 
and they decided to go on their page and pretty much motherfuck their boss and the company that they work for. And people wrote me, and they're like, oh, you got to defend this girl. I'm like, I'm not going to defend this girl. If you put on your Facebook page how much you hate working for somebody or how bad the working situation is there, well, of course they're going to demand you take it down and or fire you for it. You don't have the the social media. Everybody thinks that, that, that this, once again, and this is where I started this whole tirade about your First Amendment. The First Amendment protects you from the government. That's it. Your First Amendment says, I can say whatever I want. I can question the government. I can say our government sucks, and nothing's going to happen to me from the government. Now, if somebody says, well, we don't like what Arnie's saying. We're going to turn him off. They aren't violating my First Amendment. They're doing what I should. If the company that, 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 that I'm, I, I sign up with to host my podcasts If they come to me and say, you can't say that stuff on our airways, I will have to find a new place to do my broadcasts on. Now, see, it's the Internet, so we don't have to worry about that. That's the First Amendment. You you can't go up on your social media page and motherfuck the hospital that you work at and not expect some retaliation. Uh, I have all day to do nothing but design, eh? so I have yours ready today to print Saturday night. And you have new uh, blanks. Love you, buddy. Have a great day. Fuck Big Fanny. Shit, want to bet? Ask me what they can and will. They Look, and they can and they will go after you, but under the guise of other things. At least I'm not a kitty diddler waiting for the next round of stories about teachers and their students. Don't have one today, sadly. Uh That's like filming yourself doing something stupid or committing a crime. Yeah, you don't have the right to do it. But that's completely different than from what Mikey did. Mikey wasn't motherfucking audacity or odyssey or whatever the fuck it's called. He was talking about the governor of California and had him take it down. And a few weeks later, that show's no longer on the air. I'm, a, I'm just going to tell you right now, boy, the radio on Odyssey is going to be even worse. I didn't know it could get worse, honestly. I didn't know regular uh, I, I, regular radio is terrible. And, and who, who said it here? I, I, I meant to radio will become podcast soon. It won't. It won't, it swoosh, I'll say radio won't do that because podcasts, we have the ability and the freedom to say whatever the fuck we want. As long as I don't slander people or cause riots, I'm good. And so far, I haven't done either of those. Well, today. Um, as soon as they get rid of the FCC, then yes, radio can't. It, radio could compete with the internet. Absolutely it could. But it's got the FCC in the way. They aren't going to compete with them by breaking new music or things like that. But what they could do is they could hire talented people to be on the radio and let them say and broadcast whatever they want to. Rather than to be fixed in and do all this kind of shit. 
Okay, perfect. We'll just roll into this. I might go three straight hours today. I don't know because we have so much to talk about. I probably won't, but we have a lot to talk about, including this new Beyonce song. Now, for research purposes only, man, you you know how much I do for y'all? I downloaded this. This ain't Texas. That is the new Beyonce country song. She really puts the cunt in country, doesn't she? Called Texas Hold'em. Now, a radio station in that godforsaken state of Oklahoma. Radio station KYKC. Someone called the station and said, I want to play, I want you to play Texas Hold'em by Beyonce. And the radio station said, We don't play Beyonce on KYKC, as we're a country music station. Uh, not country, but it's okay. I like your voice. King Steve says, Hell no. Dance is meh. Not country and never will be. Beyonce is horrible. Mage says, my ears are bleeding and I want to punch a baby. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, uh, radio stations don't have to play this. It doesn't make them racist if they don't play this. That is not a country song. I, I look, look, look. I, I'm, I'm sorry. First of all, it, and it used the word bitch in there. Also, uh, we have. That shit ain't pretty. Now, as someone who worked in the country music genre for the first four years of his career who loves country music, who has loved country music since being a baby, I can tell you that shit won't play on that station. She curses a couple times. She refers to women as hoes and hoedowns. My first week in radio, I almost got fired because I I told a joke about a deformed baby. Baby was born with no ears. Guy goes to see it. Guy says, hey, careful what you say. Guy says to the wife, how are the baby's eyes? Wife says, the baby's eyes are fine. Why? The guy says, well, he'll never be able to wear glasses. Got in trouble for it. 
that compared to the jokes I tell today, today's joke of the day, by the way, uh, what's the one fight an Ethiopian can never win? A food fight. Uh, I would rather she would sing without any coming out of her mouth and just standing there moving her hips. Nice to look at, but that's it. Soro stations will have to. Oh, this will be the number one song on a Soro station. That's horrible, Arnie. As a Texan, you should sue her. That that's not country alone. Shouldn't involve the state of Texas. Um, uh, XXG4 says uh, a little late, but uh, TGIF. Well, good morning to you. Hope you're doing good today. I have wine and dine with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. So. <laughs> This is not a country song. I'm just going to tell you that right now. They can release it on country radio, and they can release it in the country charts. It's not a country song. The end. It's not a country song. Okay? Um, such as this song. Now, now, let me ask you this. So we can say what songs are, because I, 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 and I know there's a, a group of people that will widely defend rap music Remember last week I told you a story about the African-American guy, the black dude sitting around? I don't know why I try to be politically correct. Um, and said that Eminem cannot be the greatest rapper ever because he's white. And white people shouldn't rap. Well, I'll tell you this. If that's a country song, then this right here is a rap song. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road. When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to win a mother with me, you can ride And so I... Here we go. Listen, I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man I've been everywhere, man Across the deserts, bear, man I breathe the mountain air, man I travel... I, I want to go ahead and let that know that, that that's rapping. Uh, I, I I think that, that Johnny Cash should be in the International Rap Hall of Fame. You're out. Good morning to you. I hope that you are doing well on, on this Friday. Freaky Friday, as you He's said. He's a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory mm-hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, safety guy says, my ears have been raped. Can we call this cultural appropriation? That's as country as Jelly Roll fucking bullshit. Look, country music is, is... Country music as we know it and as we like it, or even if you don't like it, you know what's country music. Okay, You know what's country music. This is not country music. This is pop music. And there's nothing wrong with pop music. Put all the pop music out that you want. Don't, don't, don't. This would be like giving somebody a car and saying, oh, here's a motorcycle. Well, they're both means of transportation, sure, but this is not a car. This is a motorcycle and vice versa. Not the greatest, not the greatest analogy there, but it, it works. Hank Jr., George Jones, that's fucking country. Fuck this shit. I'll even go, look, look, this is a brand new artist. And you know I don't like a lot of the new artists. This is a fellow by the name of Poe. That's what he goes by. Where the hell did Poe go? Poe's gone from here already? 
He's out of my new stuff already. Hold on a second here. P L. Poe. Why is that only in one channel? I just added a drink like Jones. That's the name of the song. Here's his new song. Song called Drinks Like Jones. Everybody needs a view. The heroes they can look up to. Someone they aspire to be. I had mine back in the day. The help set me in my ways. Now times are changing faster than me. That was just released two weeks ago. That's a country artist. Okay? There's different genres. And that's why that's what makes the world go round or different genres. You know, Baskin Robbins was just named favorite restaurant chain in California. I'm not making that up. They beat out in and out Do you know why they're popular? They have 31 choices. That's missing some bitches and hoes, apparently. And now there are, there are inner genres in the genre as well. Like in country music, there is, a, there is a genre inside country music that's called, and a lot of people say, well, this is a whole different, yeah, Artie, you're wrong about this, which I'm not. Um, but it, it, it's called bluegrass. This is bluegrass. Now, you say it's country, but it, technically it's bluegrass. Well, they say you live and learn, but real seems more to me. I call along and been learning how to live. Well, for years I've been drifting like a boat lost out of sea. I've been out walking them tires on the railroad of sin. That's Sturgill Simpson. That's country. The, 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 this, this Texas Hold'em. This. Oh. Your bitch, come take it to the floor I'll be damned if I cannot dance with you. Come pour some liquor on me, honey, too. It's a real live boogie and a real live hold down. Country stations shouldn't have to play it, and they don't have to play it. Do you know how many songs are released each and every week? Hundreds, if not thousands. Cutting Grass, fucking two amazing albums he released there, those bluegrass albums. Love Sturgill Simpson. I would pay money to watch Sturgill Simpson play concert. That's a that's a huge thing for me. Beyonce, I wouldn't pay money to see Beyonce. I just wouldn't. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of her. It's not because she's black. It's not because she's one. I just don't like her music. And that's okay. See, we don't have to like that. This is the whole Taylor Swift thing. You don't have to like Taylor Swift music. You don't. I don't like it. I can still respect the hustle she has. Beyonce, I there's a... a a, a, a tidge bit of respect for her because she does work. She tours. I don't know if she writes her own shit, but I don't think she does. But her and Jay-Z are just, they're, they're the entitled people. God almighty. That's what this all comes down to. Fucking change your damn tampons out there, people. For the love of Christmas and everything that's good and holy. Sawyer's dad.
Uh, it says, good morning, Arnie. Late to the conversation. I'm a huge fan of Cody Johnson. He's not George Strait, but he's pretty damn country. Well, hey, you can like whoever you like. I don't care who you like. Y'all can like y'all can like Kane Brown for as far as I care. Kane Brown ain't a country artist, though. But I, I know Cody Johnson's a lot more country than Kane Brown, but fuck, Bubba's more country than Kane Brown. Hell, Stackar is more country than Kane Brown. She sounds like the morning dove, dove outside my window. <laughs> uh, she's been diner skin white too now. Oh, I don't know about that. Everyone can like what they want. Tired of these people doing this? Stay in your lane. Beyonce's music is way better than Taylor's. Not this country garbage. I hate how entitled Jay-Z acts, though. Amen. I like Beyonce singing gospel in the movie The Fighting Temptations. Uh, it had the OJs and other talented singers in it, but I won't buy any of Beyonce's music and you have every right not to do that now this next story i'm glad we got to that because this is this is this, i i i i you know i i think this is as i like to call it just delicious because this is when the world just goes to hell plans to integrate is this 1966? Plans to integrate two nearby Washington, D.C. schools with vastly different racial backgrounds is sparking fierce debate among parents in the liberal community. Wait, 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 what? Wait a second. Wait a second. You're, you're, you're segregating schools in these areas? In liberal areas? What? Ralph A. Like a pink nightmare. <laughs> I suppose if men can be women and women can be men, then these artists can call their country songs when it's not. Oh, boy, do we have some stuff on men being women coming up today, too. Cody Johnson's fucking awesome. I got to see him at San Luis Obispo before he blew up. It was so much fun. Okay. Stackhart says, I was treasurer in the FFA four years. I got my purple jacket. I told you he was country. He's the fucking Barbara Mandrell of the show. Stackhart was country when country wasn't cool, man. Were you raising snakes at the FFA? I didn't know they did that. <laughs> Couldn't resist, man. Come on. That was too easy. That was too easy. Funny how the parties are back to the pre-Civil War area. Um, nearly 6 out of 10 of the 500 children at Mari Elementary School are white. At Minor, 80% of the kids are black, many of whom are in foster care and receive public assistance. District officials have put together a plan where children would spend their early education at one and later transfer to the other. The goal is to improve diversity at both institutions by pairing previously separated demographics together. Uh, scoozy. Scoozy. Um, why is it that we have two elementary schools in the same area and we're going to go, no, you colored kids go over here. You honkies come on over this side. Huh? This is in Washington, D.C. <laughs> P- 
And this is damn it, Arnie spit take on the snake's comment. Bam! Got mine of the day. I know old country because I grew up with it. New country, I don't even know one lyric, and I'm okay with it. I'd rather listen to rock and metal. There you go. Yes, the only Asian guy in the FFA was Treasurer. <laughs> He's the smart one. So wait a second. So so if you're the parents at the white school, you have a problem with the black kids coming to your school? I thought you were liberal. I thought you were open-minded. What? 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 You don't want that element in your school? What element would that be? A lot of parents are already satisfied with this and jeopardizes this situation, the satisfaction. Quote, I think it's not just because the children have to adjust their environment. I think it's because the whole new set of adults needs to understand the kids, understand their family, understand their needs, and how to best support them. Why weren't they fucking integrated before? There's my question. Got to keep them poor people out of the rich schools. I get in the car, take my daughter to school, and she said, I want to hear the new song, I Shit You Not, on the horrible Beyonce song, Ugh. I bet sports at one elementary school is way better than the other. (laughs) More parents are concerned that the integration plan could bring down the averages at their school. Oh, yeah, because there ain't no smart kids in the black school. Their uh, standardized test scores are a little bit higher than minors, and they don't want those scores to come down. Minor parents are worried that the proposal could jeopardize programs that help disadvantaged students, such as free eye exams and glasses. So neither side wants this. But he, here's the thing. they need. I'm going to make that this better happen. We didn't have a white school and a black school. Look, look. They were in the Dallas school district. They were black schools. Why? Because they were in black neighborhoods. South Oak Cliff High School is predominantly a black area. South Oak Cliff is a predominantly black area. Now, do white kids go to that school? Yes, but not many. Now, if you live in, I don't know, Farmer's Branch or, or, uh, oh, well, L.D. Bell, is it not really? Uh, Irving. Irving, not, not Irving. Uh, Southlake, the, the, the north part of Dallas, the north, 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 north near Denton part of Dallas, predominantly white. So a lot of those kids are white that go to school there, and you have to go in your district. Now, if there were two schools in that district, if the city was big enough and you had two schools within a 10-mile area, you can go whatever school you want. No, you got to go to black school. Unbelievable. Is this white school theme song, you got to keep them separated? Well, the black kids don't want to go there because they're going to lose free pro. Or the black kids' parents don't want to go in there because they're losing free programs. And once again, liberals are saying, no, 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 we don't want to do this. Is Joe Murphy's favorite country artist Johnny Rebel? You mean David Allen Coe? Yes, probably. But when I saw this story, I just started laughing my ass off. And then the laughs continued with the next story. Because th- this one, this this one just hits me in the right spot. 
This story is so great. A Massachusetts couple who thought, you know what, we're guilty because we're white. That's pretty much what they said. I, I, I was not there for the conversation, but I was. They sat down, husband and wife sat down with one another and said, you know what, because we're so lucky and, and we've had it easy our whole lives because we're white, it's not because we worked hard. It's not because we went, we didn't break the laws and do things like that. It's because we're guilty because we were forced to be this way. You know what we're going to do? We're going to open our homes and volunteer to take some illegal immigrants into our house. Remember I told you they were going to do this in Chicago, in an upper-scale neighborhood in Chicago. They were talking about doing this, and I wouldn't want to be in that HOA because you're going to have to do it. Uh, uh, SNL, an all-black school, and one white kid goes to the basketball team. He sucks, but he tells the coach uh, he gets to start and pulls out his white privilege card. Everyone rolls their eyes, but okay, Johnny. So this co- this couple said we're gonna do it because they I guess they had read where the state shelters were starting to hit capacity. Families were having to spend overnights inside the airport. I would say a jail cell because they broke the law and they're here illegally. But who am I? So they decided to make a phone call. They said, "Hey, this is uh, this is Colin and Jessica Stokes, and we want to do our part." We want to offer our house up to some immigrants. Oh, well, let's get your information. By information, we get get your address. And I kid you. They sat down, they talked about this. Oh, did I get rid of the the doorbell because it set off too many people's dogs? There's your doorbell right there. Less than an hour later, uh, honey, get the door. Oh, look. It's a family of immigrants here already. Didn't waste any time. Couldn't go shopping. Get Get some necessities. They were there like lickety split. I have never seen an illegal alien move that fast. Now, the, the guilty woman says, I was like, I have to get sheets on the bed. How many people are coming? Where are they from? What ages? They knew nothing. Family of four was uh, sleeping in the airport. Parents had two children travel all the way from Chile to Tejas before coming to Massachusetts. The two kids are currently waiting to be put in a school. Why do they get to go to a school? They aren't, they, they aren't, they, they aren't citizens. Parents stress that while they are looking for work, the proper authorization forms will likely take several months to be approved. Jessica, the guilty fucking idiot, said this is incredible to observe how challenging the situation is from the front lines. Please, Dad, 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 Dad I'm not going to ask God for this one. Dad, I'm, I'm looking up to you right now. 
Dad, if you can pull a few strings, could you make sure that this immigrant family robs these people? Please. I love you, buddy. Sure do miss you, too. <laughs> Come on in. I've never, fucking Domino's doesn't work that quick. I mean, you're sitting there. Maybe, maybe you know what? You feel so not guilty for a second. I, I don't. I don't know how these people ever not feel not guilty for a second. But maybe they have that moment, and they're like, "Hey, uh, how about we uh, have a little roll in the hoo ha?" And they're getting, you know, she's she's taking her garters down because she's kind of an ugly older gal and, and guilty. And he's oh, that guy's a queef. You're in the you're in the middle of your fucking dress up session, where he dresses up like Janet Reno. She dresses up like like Norman Schwarzkopf. She starts pegging him. Then all of a sudden, hola. That's fucking great. Did you order pizza? No. Fucking Dor- DoorDash can learn from these immigrants. My God. It was like 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Door to door. I'd be like, you bring some fucking, you bring some tamales? I don't know what they make in Chile. Do they make chili in Chile? I don't know. Would have been funnier if they didn't answer the door. He probably, a cuck is going to let Juan have his wife, most likely. These are butt plugs. Can you, Jose, can you say butt plug in English? This is what Mr. Queef uses. Now, we're going to take it from these idiots, and we're going to go to Illinois, where we're going to talk about Gladys Ebanezolia, who was one of these people that decided, hey, I'm going to open my house up to some of these illegals. <laughs> and sure enough, I don't know how I don't know how quickly they showed up. The migrants came from two separate families, a 19-year-old woman and her 2-year-old son along with a 22-year-old woman and her 15-year-old brother. Well, it didn't take long for old Gladys to go, "Well, since you live in my house, uh I'm going to go ahead and pimp you all out. That's right. You got to pay to stay, and you're going to pay with your cooter. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. No good deed. No good deed in this world ever goes unpunished. These fucking migrants show up less than an hour to these people in Boston's house. And hopefully they will rob them blind. And then these poor illegals that came here illegally, they get the news, hey, you ain't got to live in El Sheltero anymore, oh. They go to this nice house. They meet this nice woman who pretty much barricades the door and is fucking giving them STD checks right there. Oh. 
she's been charged with human trafficking after allegedly helping uh, them get into the service. She threatened to kill their remaining relatives in Mexico if they didn't comply. Sheriff's office said they have substantial evidence showing her uh, arranged for traffickers to escort the group over the border. Oh, she got them over the border. Oh, man. She's a full-on trafficker. This one just didn't fall in her lap. Man, oh, man. I love people. Aren't people the best? Oh. It's so good. I love doing this show so much. You don't even get how much I love doing this show. All right, we will take a break here. Um, Because, oh, we got just the stupidity coming up. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Here's some good 90s country for you. so blue your vision in white and I've been waiting all night just to have one dance with you now all my dreams are coming true I'm holding heaven in my arms tonight everything about you is so perfectly right I've never been
It was where granddaddy taught me how to cuss and how to pray. It was where we made our own ice cream, no sultry summer nights. Where the bulldog had her puppies and us brothers had our fights. There were many nights I'd sit right there and look out at the stars. To the sound of a distant whippoorwill or the hum of a passing car. It was where I first got up the nerve to steal me my first kiss. And it was where I learned to play guitar and pray I had the gift. If the world had a front porch like we did back then, we'd still have our problems, but we'd all be friends. Treating your neighbor like he's your next again. I've shelled more than my share Lightning bugs and crickets Danced in the evening air Like a beacon, that old yellow bulb It always led me home Somehow mama always knew Just when to leave it on If the world had a front porch Like we did back then We'd still have our problems We'd all be friends Treating your neighbor like he's your next again Wouldn't be gone with the wind If the world had a front porch Like we did back then Treating your neighbor like he's your next again Wouldn't be gone Also known as ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Truth be told here, um, I didn't originally have Tracy uh, Lawrence in there. Had Tracy Bird, Aaron Tippin, and I was gonna play Keith Whitley. That was gonna be my 90s country there. But Keith Whitley's songs are are, are down, and, and Panda said, you know... Tracy Lawrence would be great to finish it off. And I said, you know what? Okay. Now, I'm not the world's biggest Tracy Lawrence fan. I met him once, and he was kind of a douche nozzle to me. But I've always been fond of that song. I always liked that song. And he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. He actually married a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader at one point. They're divorced now. Uh, but but I played that song, and uh, it, as soon as I had that song ready to go, Dan says, if the world had a front porch, would be perfect. And boom, I played that there. So there you go. Great minds think alike. Uh, damn, I love Keith Whitley. We'll play some Keith Whitley. I, I'm not afraid to play Keith Whitley on this show. AIG Radio works for me. Steve says, damn old country is so much better. Amen to that. Now, 
it's Friday, and I really get giddy when I get to do things that I like to do, especially on this show. And my, my two biggest likes that I like right now, besides pro wrestling talk, which we don't have a whole lot of that today. We don't have really any of that today. Uh, I love fucking talking shit about the climate change, and I love destroying the transgenders. And guess what we get to do right here and right now? That's right. We get to destroy climate change and talk down to the transgenders. It's like my birthday. J.P. Morgan Chase, BlackRock, have all dropped out of a massive U.N. climate alliance in a stunning move. How dare you? <laughs> they announced they are quitting, or in case of BlackRock, substantially scaling back involvement in a massive United Nations climate alliance formed to combat global warming through corporate sustainability agreements. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> the stunning announcements come as the largest financial institutions in the U.S. and worldwide face an onslaught of pressure from consumer advocates over the environmental social government priorities. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no money now. Fuck you. Hey, hey, Leonardo DiCaprio. How about whatever this shit-looking movie you're filming in Sacramento does, and you're going to get paid, I don't know, $50 million for it? How about you pony some of that up with some of your other money and get all your little liberal friends together, and y'all can pay for this? How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Um, BlackRock withdrew its U.S. business from Climate Action 100+, plus, shifting involvement in the alliance to BlackRock's smaller international entity, where major clients are pursuing decarbonization goals. Oh, it's so funny. This is, this, this is hilarious. This is so funny. Can you imagine being some fucking, you know... Hemp only wearing, tree hugging, sassafras drinking puss, and you're you're the the people that follow these stories. See, I don't follow this story. This is just such a big story; it gets out there. There are people that know the inside workings on this deal, and they they can talk uh, intellectually about it and how we can sustain a family of four on a one nanobite of this. And blah, blah, blah. shut up. I like fluorescent lights. I do. I like them. You know what else I like? I like the smell of gasoline in the air. Mmm. I love it. You know what doesn't smell good? Batteries. They just don't. Batteries don't have a smell. I like the smell of fresh cut grass in the spring. And you know why? Because it was cut most likely with a gas-powered lawnmower. And it smells good. 
Hollywood actors and actresses have enough money to house and feed the world population five times older, yet they want you to spend your money instead. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think that's the best part of all this stuff. Look, you want to have your cause. I, 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 don't, I don't care how much money Leonardo DiCaprio makes on a movie. I'd say more power. Good, good for him. Make $100 million a movie if you can. You're, you're good at your craft. A lot of people think you're really good at it. I think you're okay. Um, and instead of barking at people like you like to do about the climate change and, and, and all that bullshit as you fly around on your private jets, and I, I, I know, I know, you're buying these carbon cards and all this kind of stuff. You're giving back. Uh, speaking of which, were there new law and orders last night? Yes. Yes, I, 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 had, I have everything set up to record, and I do believe last night it did record. Because Chicago wasn't on this week. That was bullshit. I think Chicago wasn't on this week. You're out because they were making a big deal about law and order. I think. Smell of grass, fresh cut grass, the sound of Adele playing. God damn it to hell. Come on, swoosh. You're better than that. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Yeah, I like I like gas. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Trucker James says we need gas-powered mowers and fresh-cut grass-scented candles. Now that'd be fantastic. They they have a the, the, there's a there's a soap out there that smells like fresh-cut grass. It's pretty good. Nothing like the smell of an old carbureted engine. Dances triple T. It has to be said Al Pacino's voice from Sin of a Woman. Well, oh, you mean this one right here? Fuck you, Tom! Oh, no, not that one. Fuck you, too! There it is. Of course I got that. To Timmy, John, and Harry. Fuck you, too! And, of course... hoo There you go. And what these people like to do, these, these, these Leonardo DiCaprios of the world, they like to go to these businesses, and they like to... They like to, you know, show all their their fans, their followers. They like to show all their fans how evil this business is. And until this business changes their evil ways, we're going to be going up against them. We have fucking morons in the world like Greta, uh, Greta, whatever her name is. How dare you? Greta, Greta von Cuntface. Who thinks that she knows anything. She's 22 years old. She's on the spectrum. And she travels around by sailboat. I say the world has passed that young lady behind. <clears throat> Don't fuck with my electricity. How about that? Don't fuck with it. If you don't want to have it, if, if you would rather have a town that's powered by the men of the town who are riding bicycles to generate electricity, you can live there. I'm not coming to that place. Why? Because I'm betting you're running water, it doesn't work that well, and y'all are all going to smell bad. That's why. Y'all want to use reusable this, reusable that. Well, you know what? I don't think Louis Vuitton uses a whole lot of 
reusable leather. I think they kill plenty of fucking cows for their damn leather and make they make their duffel bags and they make their suitcases and these celebrities all have that shit. So eat my asshole, Leo. Greta's 22. She doesn't even know how to suck dick yet. There's a picture of, of Leo and Greta sitting together and I was like, he's finger banging her. Time to get moving to the labs and then the doctor's uh, this fasting is for the birds. Have a fun and safe weekend, everybody. Swoosh, you get you get through your labs, my friend. Good vibes going your way, Swoosh. Now, if you didn't believe in climate bullshit before, just wait. I have to thank uh, Arise for sending this to me. Because this is this is more than fantastic. This is this is beyond stupid. I'm gonna share it with y'all because you need to see the background of this. The the dashiki lounge that this woman is in. This is Admiral Rachel Levine. You know that dude, that transgender dude that's a uh, part of the Health and Human Services. Uh, the dude decided to release a statement yesterday, and it goes a little something like this. Hello, I'm Admiral Rachel Levine. This Black History Month, I'm pleased to partner with OMH in advancing better health through better understanding for black communities. By the way, uh, that's white. They is white. I, I, I don't know what the pronouns are for Rachel Levine, but I'll say they is white. Talking about Black History Month. Climate change is having a disproportionate effect on the physical and mental health of black communities. Wait, 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 wait. What? Can, can you say that again? Climate change is having a disproportionate effect on the physical and mental health of black communities. Black Americans are more likely than white Americans to live in areas and housing that increase their susceptibility to climate-related health issues. What are climate-related health issues? Can, can somebody look that up real quick? Climate-related health issues. Oh, I have the winter blues. And 65% of black Americans report feeling anxious about climate change's impact. 65% of black people say they feel anxious about climate change impact. Now, that would mean that 65% of the NFL, or, or 65% of the black NFL players are feeling anxious about climate change's impact. Um, do I do I have a, a proper sound effect for that? Oh, I do. A bullshit. A bullshit. A bullshit. That was bullshit. Warning. Warning. Bullshit alert. Bullshit. Continues. Through our Office of Climate Change and Health Equity and Climate Change and Health Equity? The Office of Environmental Justice, we're working with... <laughs> Wait a second. What was that called? That's a mouthful right there, boy. Climate Change's Impact. Through our Office of Climate Change and Health Equity and the Office of Environmental Justice, we're working with providers and community leaders to identify innovative... 
of environmental justice. Approaches that empower communities to address oh my the God. health consequences linked to climate change. Visit hhs.gov for more information no. and tune in next Thursday Show to me hear from another HHS leader on how you can contribute to advancing better health for black communities. I'd say close KFCs, but that would be racist. Somebody better give me a spit take on that one because you know that shit was funny. Wait a second. I, I, I have to look something up because I know it's going to be around. Hold on. I, I got to hear what she says it again here. And how you can contribute to advancing better health for black people. For more information, identify innovative approaches that empower communities to address the health consequences linked to climate change. Health consequence. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Health consequences of climate change. Let's see what we got. Climate change uh, induces both immediate mental health issues like anxiety and post-traumatic stress and long-term disorders due to factors like displacement and disruption of social cohesion. It puts you in a bad mood. You got the rainy day blues? Well, we got to get rid of Mondays because nobody likes Mondays. Maybe because they're actually anxious about white people trying to play God and taxing the shit out of people trying to change the weather. Grape Kool-Aid no longer allowed for sale in the cities. Reduce diabetes. Stop ingesting lead bullets. This he, she needs to shut his cum hole. Tranny, fag, I don't listen to people with mental illness. Recent research attributes 37% of heat-related deaths to human-induced climate change. Oh. oh, I get to go off now. I get to go off on something I went off on last summer, and I need, I, I need more people to back me on this. So last summer... Here in Texas, okay, summer, Texas, Texas, summer. What, 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 what happens with those two things? It becomes very, very hot and very, very humid. It has, I will say, my entire lifetime. I am 52 years old. I do not live in a van down by the river. I live in a wonderful house by a lake. I can tell you unequivocally that every summer in Texas, it's hotter than a motherfucker, okay? That's the official temperature here in Texas. It's hotter than a motherfucker. We have known that since we were children. So last year, every day on the news, oh, my God, another day over 100 degrees. Now, I believe last year, We had something like 28 days over 100 degrees in the summertime. I know, and, and, and first of all, shocking. But it's nowhere near the record. The record was 1980. That's right, 1980, 43 years before, where it was something like 48 days. So, it, so almost doubling as many days last year. 
but we had to hear about how hot it was. Oh, my God, the heat. It's so bad. People, people don't have air conditioning. They're dying. Well, if you look back on those numbers back in 1980, about the same amount of people were dying. And even less people had air conditioning in 1980. So pretty much nothing has changed. Everybody is making all of this hullabaloo about nothing. Nothing has changed in our entire lifetime. The only thing that changes are prices of things. Gas when I was a kid. If I bought premium gas and spent a dollar on a gallon of gas, I would get my ass handed to me by my dad. Oh, God damn it, Arnie. Jesus, the car doesn't need that fancy gas. We can just put the shit gas in there. And it was like 87 cents. Now, fuck. No kid would ever know what 87 cent gas is like. Don't like 20 times more people uh, per year die from cold compared to heat? Well, Gibby, 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 Gibby. Now, you, I, I appreciate, Gibby, you following the rules of the show. Consistency and logic rules number one and two. Number three is fuck your feelings. Okay? We're talking about climate change where there is no consistency and there is no logic involved in that. So we can go ahead and break the rules, and we're talking about it as well. Dan says, I hate non-military people wearing uniforms. That is not an admiral, never been in the military, not earned the right to wear that uniform or title. I hear you. Uh, why have I only traveled to Texas in the dead hot of summer? I don't know. I love coming back to California summer every time. We need a big volcano to go off and just wish for global warming. So large amounts of air pollution leads to global cooling. Think of it as production shade instead of pollution. Back in 1980, you had people smoking everywhere, indoors, outdoors, on planes. 69 cent for regular gas in 1990 for my 71 Chevy Nova. Damn right. Which is worse, Sacramento summertime or Texas summertime? I'm going to say Texas because we got the humidity. I mean, we got like 92% humidity. To where when it's 108 here in Texas, it feels like it's 130. They have something called the heat index. Thirty-seven percent of heat-related deaths to human-induced climate change. So in the winter time, what is that? When people don't pay their electric bills. Remember the story we did a couple years ago about the old man who they found frozen solid. In his home, because they turned his electricity off in the wintertime, because electric companies will do that. But that's climate change. Oh, and, and see, here's the thing. <clears throat> we learned a long time ago, and, and we've had these conversations. You know, most recently we had this conversation about moving the goalposts when it was COVID. But y'all are missing out on the bigger picture. The bigger picture is the goalposts on that side, this guilt-ridden fucking asshole side, they've always moved the goalposts. They are always the kids who I, this is my favorite analogy I've ever used. You know when you were a kid and you were playing superheroes? Oh, I, I can fly. Well, I've got super strength. I'm invisible. And you had that one putz kid down at the end of the neighborhood that nobody fucking liked. 
because he goes, I've got all the superpowers. And you'd spend the first 20 minutes arguing with him that you can't have all the superpowers. Then he finally gets on one. Well, I've, I've got super speed. And then, well, with super speed comes super friction, which means I'm strong. And, they, and, and then they go to ruin the game. That's what these people have done. Hotter than Billy Goat's butt and pepper patch. Africa hot. It is pretty fucking hot here in Texas. I'll say that. But since the 70s, since Time Magazine warned us about the great frozen tundra that's coming back to cover this world, that's right, they were worried that glaciers were going to reform in the 70s. And lo and behold, what happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. People in India and people in China started fucking a lot, okay? And by fucking a lot, I mean like rabbits, and that came over to America. We've doubled our population also since that time. But we've gone from like 4 billion on the planet to over 8 billion on the planet in just 40 years. You think that's going to have something to do with things? Maybe. But there's nothing we can do about it. Unless you want to eradicate 50% of the population, which... Certain elements of the population, I could find 50% of the human the human beings. I could get rid of 50% of them. Oh, that'd be easy. India, you're safe. That whole Middle East thing, all them stands. Gone. China, well, we, we got to take care of a bunch of y'all motherfuckers. And you ain't going to be missed. Russia, we're going to take some of y'all. Africa, we're going to take the pirates and all them people because y'all people fuck like rabbits too down there. South America, Australia, and parts of America are safe. There you go. I fixed the earth. You're welcome. Uh, I know that's wrong, but I'm laughing here imagining what a Chinese rabbit looks like. Well, you know, it, it, it's funny. It, it's funny. I, I have that answer for you. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. There you go. I have a sound effect for everything. Oh, Arnie plays too many sound effects on his show. <sighs> so now climate is, is, is racist. <laughs> climate change is racist. We're wiping out black communities because of climate change. Now, bear with me for a while because I'm going to use some stereotypes here. So if you're drinking a beverage, please be careful. Um, you know what? Actually, you're out. Use the phrase already. If in fact, let, let, let's just walk this right off the fucking plank. Let's get me on all the news shows tonight with me saying this. How is it, Rachel Levine, sir, that the climate change, the warming of the world, the global warming, see, that's when they started this because the earth was cooling for the longest time, and then it started to warm up, and then all of a sudden it started cooling again. Like they say, well, last year's summertime temperatures was the hottest it's ever been. Yeah, but what about the entire year? Was the entire year warmer? 
or just the summertime. Because if we're cooling down, well, we should say something about that. But no, because that's moving the goalpost. We went from global warming to, oh, wait, shit, it's cooling, because we found that out. And then they said, well, climate change then. We're, we're going to call it climate change. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just walking down this plank with what Rachel Levine, the co-America's homeland health coordinator, whatever that thing's title is. If it affects African Americans, we're going to talk about this on Black History Month, okay. Where, or genetically, their roots are traced to anybody? Anybody? Their roots are traced back to Africa. Yeah. (laughs) There's a phrase used here Africa hot. How is it that climate change is affecting people that come from Africa? I know, I did, I did my best Jerry Seinfeld right there. Do you want to explain that one to me? Oh, penguins can't take the cold. Huh? There aren't any glaciers parked in Yosemite, so I think we're in a warming trend. Alaska had its coldest year to date. Once again, pushing the goalposts. Well, we want it to fit our narrative. Ah, I want it to fit my narrative. Well, it's got to fit this narrative. Speaking of fitting the narrative, no oh boy. So I'm, do- I'm done ripping you, you climate changers apart. Now I get to start on something else. <sighs> this is a story that I'm sad to say is from um, an area here in Texas. This, this is in Louisville, Texas. I'll share the video with you. And this is the, uh, the video of a teacher named Rachmad Tajani. Okay? Uh, so he, he may be a little bit foreign. I mean, when you put T and J at the beginning of a name, that's usually foreign. And there's a Y in the middle. I listened to a podcast a few weeks ago about how the Earth's magnetic poles are shifting because the magnetic field's not to be effective, which causes things to warm. Happens over every 12,000 years. We definitely, a very interesting listen. The last thing I'm going to say about this, Gibby, uh, or not really last thing, but we will never outsmart Earth. When Earth is ready to be done with us, it will swallow us whole. It did it to the dinosaurs. We, we have no idea about things that happen in certain parts of this earth. E- even in today, with today's technology, we don't know what lives at the bottom of the ocean. Some people say aliens. I don't know. I ain't going down there. I don't want to combust. Or I, I, I don't want to implode like them morons did last year. We have no idea. We have no idea what makes things happen sometimes. Yet we're going to outsmart Mother Earth. Okay. That, 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 that's, the, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the world that I choose. I'm, look, 
I'm not going to throw litter in the streets. I'm not going to burn tires on the regular. I'm not going to do that kind of stuff. I don't, you know, a few years ago there was a, there was a thing going around, and it was true for a while, and now they've cleaned it up, that um, it's worse to recycle a plastic bottle than it is to throw it in a landfill. And if you got all the plastic bottles that, that we, it, it, it's worse for the environment and all this kind of shit. <sighs> you see, you want to know why there's so many plastic bottles? I'm going to tell you why there's so many plastic bottles. It's because of faggy fucking parents that started in my generation and went downhill that every kid had to have a bottle of water. You got to have a bottle of water. I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. My parents didn't like to waste money. They didn't. My parents were frugal. We didn't have a lot growing up. I can't imagine me, young little Arnie, walking into a 7-Eleven saying, Dad, can you buy me a bottle of water? Because I think he might have fucking, he might have roundhoused me. He may, may have. A bottle of water. What's wrong with the sink? That's the, that was the first thing that would have been said to me. What's wrong with the sink? If I'm going to buy you something to drink here, get something good. Don't get water. That would have been another response next to the roundhouse. But you see, these faggy parents, every kid needs a, a bottle of water. Bottle of water. Yeah, oh, Battleborn, don't even get me started on the garden hose. Mm -mm. I remember lining up at the drinking fountain at school. Yeah, we had drinking fountains. We all knew which the good fountains were, the ones that that had the the good stream. They had like the Peter North stream. (laughs) Nobody's ever drinking from a water fountain again now. (laughs) Or you'd put a little fucking piece of paper in there and you'd get to shoot up into somebody's eye. Now you got to have a bottle of water. Yeah, you got to have a bottle of water. And I don't know what the whole bottle of water was significant of, or if it was them trying to, you know, oh, my kid's healthy because they drink water. Kids don't like water. Kids like sink water. They like hose water. It's y'all that fucking corrupted their brains to where they have to drink Avion or all kinds of bullshit, and it turned into a status thing. Walking around with a bottle of water at one point in our country's time was a status thing. Like, oh, wow, that person's put together well. They have a bottle of water. It's a fucking bottle of water. Whoop-de-doo. But it's led us down this road of things that we accept. And like this guy I'm about to talk about, Rashawn Chamanama Ding Dong. He um he shows up to school. The video's him in a pink dress. He's wearing a pink dress, garters, makeup, everything, and talking to students. So he enjoys dressing up as a, a woman. But that's not what he says. He says up he likes to dress in full drag and has a fetish for wearing women's clothing. Now he used a word in there, and I'm kind of a wordsmith, and words matter. Why is a man allowed to dress like a woman 
to fulfill a sexual fetish while teaching children. Why is this allowed? This isn't a First Amendment thing. Can I go to school and say I have a fetish for 16-year-old girls? So I'm just going to camp my office out in the girls' bathroom. Can anybody want to tell me what the difference is? I'll wait. I'm rather parched right now. Need some Dr. Pepper in me. I'll have another drink as I wait. All trannies are fetishized creeps, no exceptions. Ken Dog, good morning. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. He has a fetish for wearing women's clothing, which means he is sexually stimulated when he's at school dressed as a woman around children. Is that okay? I'm just wondering. Is that okay? Zach says, remember Gatorade and glass bottles? So good. Oh, Gatorade, Gatorade glass bottles were the best spitters. It had this, it, it, there was such a good echo when you get a good, like, dip in, and you go, and you spit it in there. Oh. And you put the cap on, and it wouldn't stink up your car until you took the cap off, but you made sure you had your windows down. Still waiting. Anybody want to tell me how this is different than somebody who says they have a sexual fetish, or they have a fetish of being around 16-year-old girls? I have an Applebee's fetish, but never around kids. Look, if this guy wants to go to the fucking mall dressed like a fucking ugly Asian woman, go ahead. But when you go to work, and see, this is another thing that people, they don't realize. When you go to work, you think you have all these quote-unquote rights. You don't. You have the right to show up and go to work. And if you don't like the what, what the rules they have at that workplace, then get another fucking job. It's made to be okay because one, uh, one beats this dude's ass and putting him in line. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I don't understand how in the world parents at Louisville High School in Louisville I'm not trying to be funny here I'm just trying to educate you do you know what Louisville's mascot is their high school where this guy teaches they're the Louisville fighting farmers now that's nowhere near as good as the Frisco Coons but that's a whole other story uh, raccoons. Uh, they, they changed it. Or you could be the South Garland, whatever the fuck, Titans, gay shit. And this is why we still need bullies around. Amen to that. All right, one more story uh, uh, about this garbage. Well, actually, a couple more stories uh, because they just get better and better. 
Now, this is just stupidity here. And this is a true story. Uh, a press release from the state of, uh, yeah, we, we, we have to go there, don't we? Yeah, we got to go there since, <sighs> where is it? Where the, where the hell's my damn music? Really? Re- really, it's not in there. put this in here because it's in a certain state and I don't want to miss benchmarks okay I think this one's it I hope this one's it if it's not I'll find it no that ain't it that ain't it damn it to hell where the fuck is my damn rocky top under real Rocky Top? I thought it was under real Rocky Top. I know, this is awful radio right now. I'll just play this shit when I have until I find it, which I'll find it in about five minutes when I'm done. Wish that I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee's shit. Terrible. Ain't no people or place worth seeing. It's just the stinking pits. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top, she was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Here it is. Rocky Top, you'll always be Hold on a second. Sorry. Um, hold on. I know, I know this is so bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry I'm wasting everybody's time, but this is the good one. There it is. Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people are place worth seeing there. It's just a real pit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be. Rocky Top Tennessee. Rocky Top Tennessee. Yeah. The state of Tennessee and the Tennessee Bureau Investigations is being sued for violating the Americans with Disabilities Act. And the department is being notified that the TBI, that they violated the ADA by enforcing the state's aggravated prostitution statute against people with human immunodeficiency virus, HIV. Meaning, the state of Tennessee is being sued by hookers who have HIV because they made them say they had HIV. Meaning, 
The hookers don't have to tell Johns they have HIV. They can spread it. Knowingly. And they're hiding behind the Americans with a Disability Act. Oh. <laughs> hey, let's promote sores. Oh, Dan, that's not attempted murder. How dare you, Dan? That person has a disability. I had to double take this story. I was like, this can't be real. And it, it was a, an immediate press release. Justice Department sues Tennessee for enforcing state law that discriminates against people with HIV. Oh, where, oh, where is that meteor? Oh, where, oh, where will it be? I'm ready. I'm going to tell you this right now. If there is some sort of comet or meteor headed to Earth and Bruce Wells gets his cognitive skills back and teams up with Ben Affleck after Ben Affleck leaves a Dunkin' Donuts, I will shoot their rocket down if they try to fucking disembark and blow up the asteroid. Mm-mm. I want it. I want the asteroid. I already told you the plan. They're going to say we got about two hours left on Earth. No problem. First thing I'm doing, I live about a half a mile away from a CVS. I'm going in there, and I am stealing all the pain medicine. And I'm going to pop a few Norcos, a few Vicodins, while I stop off and get some beer. Because I'm going to tell you, I am going to go out on this world looped out of my fucking mind. Copenhagen will be in. I'll probably be eating some pizza or making a steak. Come on. And just leave me alone. Leave me alone. <sighs> There's a new story out there now that there are chemicals that are used in Cheerios, a pesticide that helps crops grow. And four out of five Americans are testing positive for this chemical in their system that causes infertility and delays puberty, research shows. So I, I, I saw this story, and I was like, okay, well, I really don't like Cheerios, but if you like Cheerios, more power to you. They weren't my favorite. But what can we say about this story? And I, already, I know what I'm going to say about this story. I'm going to tell you this right now. In about, I would say, less than two weeks, Chuck, I know you're listening right now at home. You're going to have to be the, the arbiter on this. You're going to have to give me two weeks on this. Two weeks before Cheerios is the officials, it, it, it's the official cereal of the trans community. I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. Because it's a natural puberty blocker. Uh, uh, they're going to jump on it. They, if there's a way to make money on it, they're going to make money on it. 
Hey, do you think that you, were you born a boy and think you're a girl? Have some Cheerios. Slow down puberty. Until you're sure, sure. <laughs> I thought their cereal would be Fruit Loops. <laughs> oh, God, that's just so funny. God. And by the way, with this story coming out, I'm just going to say, uh, let's see, uh, Quaker Oats is in there as well. Oh, my God. Oat-based foods. They use this autumn. My God. I so don't care about any of that stuff. We did a story a long, long time ago. It was one, it was, it was one of our favorite bits that we ever did on the show because it grossed out Sal so bad. We read off one year. I, I forget how we found it, but we found it. And it was released by the FDA. And it was all bug parts and all kinds of shit that are allowed in U.S. foods. And how many per, you know, million. And to hear some of those things, oh, it was hilarious. To hear how many rat fucking hairs you could have in, in, in cheese. By the way, that's what makes us big and strong. Give us all that bad stuff. That way we don't need fucking, you know, immunity. We don't have immunity problems. I remember the bug parts bit, Ellen. <laughs> it was so funny. There was something like, it was like 13 parts of a cockroach could be in a can of tuna. <laughs> I just fucking ended the tuna industry. Uh, all right, let's see. What are we going to do here? Oh, I don't want to do that one. Oh, since we're talking about bad people and awful human beings and stuff, I do have a light at the end of the tunnel, though, coming up. I, I promise you I do. Oh, let's see. Student charged with... Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that dumb fuck. I mean, there's dumb in this world, and then there's super dumb. I've got dumb and super dumb coming up. Uh, oh, yeah, that guy's super dumb. Maybe somebody who thinks we're super dumb. We're going to see. We're going to see. Um, by the way, if you haven't been on social media sites, uh, check it out. Uh, Christopher's got a new Madam Web. The, I, I guess the new Spider-Girl movie is out now. Uh, he's got his uh, star-studded review up there, and it will be up at ArnieRadio.com very soon. I used to tune out of those shows. We all would talk about maggots cannot be canned goods. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's victims are calling out a fine group of people this morning. A dozen of his accusers have filed a lawsuit against the FBI. That's right, the, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, yes. Due to the fact that they failed to investigate Jeffrey Epstein dating back to the early 90s. I guess from what they're saying, now, I wasn't around. I don't know enough about this Epstein character. I know he's a bad guy and, and that he trafficked young girls. I, I know that much about him. He's a scumbag, and he did not kill himself. That's all I know about it. 
and he had a really ugly girlfriend in Galene Maxwell. Um, but just like Bill Cosby, well, flizzle dozzle, I'm going to take this gal back and rape her, flizzle dizzle. I had family that worked at Campbell's. All the scraps went into V8 along with the critters that the line workers were able to grab. Just a little extra protein. Hey, the Native Americans, I'll say this. I'll gross y'all out one more time, and then we'll get in Jeffrey Epstein. Native American folk, <clears throat> when, they would, they, when they would kill a buffalo, when they put out a big old buffalo steak for the chief, had a big old ribeye sitting there for him, big buffalo ribeye. You see, they'd let it sit on a rock for a couple days. And you want to know why? Well, because it was outside. It was on a rock. And that meant flies would come, and they would lay their eggs on that. And then when, when the eggs would hatch and the larvae came out, the maggots, that's when the Indians would cook it. Why? Because it was a great source of protein. True story. Gross, but true. Um. It's been known, it was talked about for on the Upper East Side of Manhattan all the way down to the high society of Palm Beach that Jeffrey Epstein was having sex with underage girls and that he was organizing an illegal sex trafficking ring. And people knew about it and they, they talked about it frequently and the FBI did nothing about it. Rut row. Just, just more wonderful hits for our FBI. You know, I used to be a guy who, I, I and, and I know that not all members of the FBI are corrupt, bad people. I, I already know that. I actually met a listener who worked for the FBI, which I thought was cool and would not let me borrow their badge, which that sucked. But, uh, I know they're not all bad. But when you look at the beginnings of the FBI and 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 who was it? Was it Hoover? Hoover Hoover ran them. It was or, or, who ran Somebody smart talk to me. Who was the cross dresser that ran the FBI? That had all the sex tapes on Martin Luther King Jr. He, he, he spied on people. That's the FBI. CIA, they're a little bit even worse. They know even more about you, but I support the CIA. It was Hoover, okay. And this is the organization that's continued to move on. This is the organization that raided Trump's house but didn't do anything at, 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 at Biden's compound that hasn't done anything to Biden. This is the same group of people that not only investigated all the Russian interference with the 2016 election, which wasn't there. It was all bought and paid for and manufactured all due to misinformation thanks to Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Party. Why people are not in jail for wasting the government's money on those investigations is way over my head. This is the same group of people that are used to investigate people that are going up for seats as judges. You know, like when you're a federal judge 
and you get vetted. The FBI, they look into your background, they check, and then they check, and then they check, and they check again. And then, poof, you're nominated as a federal judge. Well, then, you're nominated from a federal judge to the Supreme Court. They got to look at you again. I don't know what's changed. Maybe, maybe you got in some freaky shit in the years that you were a federal judge. I don't know. I'm not judging you. That's your job. Remember, and they did this for a fellow named Judge Kavanaugh. Remember him? Who was appointed to the uh, Supreme Court? Who got through with flying colors until this weird letter came. I went to Diane Feinstein's office. But somehow this one in one of one letter was also sent to the Washington Post. And it accused Judge Kavanaugh when he was 15 years old of holding this girl in a room. Now he didn't finger blast her. He didn't stick his ball sack in her ears. Nothing like that. Balls stayed in pants. Cock stayed in pants. Cooter kept covered up. He just closed the door of a room at a party that he was drinking beer at when he was 15. Can you imagine that? A 15-year-old drinking beer in America who wants to be on the Supreme Court? The FBI took that case with gusto to look into it, to interview people. And then re-interview people. See, they interviewed him the first time. And everybody came out and said, yeah, even the girl's best friend came out and said, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I don't remember it. We were 15. She doesn't even remember where the party was. But we're going to investigate that. And then we're going to reinvestigate it. We're going to do it twice. This is the FBI. These are the people that I've lost faith in. These are not the same fine, brave people that on Wednesday nights on CBS would solve serial killer crimes. No, this is not that same FBI. This is the FBI that knew Jeffrey Epstein was fucking young girls and trafficking them out and did nothing because the powers that be held them in place. It's a pathetic story. It's a pathetic Pathetic. It's an embarrassment to the United States of America. Oh, it pisses me off. Now, something that, you know, is the younger, younger generation ever going to learn? Are they going to ever learn the fuck around and find out the play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Are are they ever going to realize that that rings true? I know I'm speaking as a 52-year-old man that lives in a rocking chair on his front porch and tells people of Korean descent or Hmong descent to get off my lawn. (laughs) See? Even my dog's old. He's coughing up a lung. You okay, Bub? Bub is quite mad. Bubba's had a challenging two days. Gave me the cold shoulder last night. So, this is a story of 18-year-old Sebastian Valancer.
He goes to Ontario Christian High School in Ontario, California. And Sebastian, I'll go ahead and judge him because, well, that's what I do. It's my show. I can do that. Um, Sebastian is what we would call a loser. He's one of the weird kids in school. And I, I, I can't tell that by just looking. Well, I can look at him and go, yeah, that kid, he's probably going to end up being a kid toucher. But that's not the part that's the off-putting part. You see, he had an odd fixation with the Columbine shooters. You know, Klebolt yeah, and the other fella. How come the other fellow always, he never gets mentioned? Is it, it, Cleboat and Co- Cobain. <laughs> Too soon. Now I'm thinking, if my kid, or if I'm in school with this kid, if he's walking around talking about how cool Columbine was, Talking about Columbine this, Columbine that. Bubba, stop washing the couch. I don't know about y'all. Maybe it's the Gen X in me. That this little light goes on in my head and goes, ding. Stay away from that crazy motherfucker. Because you know there's something wrong with him. Well, wouldn't you know. That thanks to people who did pay attention to this nut job, found out that he had a plot in place to happen on April 20th, which will be the 25th anniversary of the Columbine school attack that killed 15 people. He had a plot. Investigators say they discovered stockpiles of firearms at his home, including seven rifles, over a 1,000 rounds of ammunition, and appeared to have identified at least five targets in this plot, concentrating on a sixth. You know, I, I, I got to say, just... E- e- no, no offense to this kid, but... Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! I, I, I mean, I mean I, 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 if you... See, school shootings are not like CrossFit. The first rule of CrossFit is to tell everybody you CrossFit. And then the second rule of CrossFit is to tell everybody that you CrossFit. The first rule of being a school shooter is don't tell anybody you're going to shoot up the school. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to give up tips or anything. You know, I don't support these school shooters. I've just followed it my entire career now. If you're walking around going, hey, man, you know, we're only a couple months away from Columbine's 25th anniversary. I I don't know what's stopping me from beating that kid right then and there. I mean, great job. Shocking. Figuring that one out. Thank God. Thank the Lord Almighty. That the principal from that Virginia school where the six-year-old shot the teacher was not in charge here. Hey, Sebastian, what do you got drawn over there? Oh, it's a picture of my classmates that I'm gunning down on the Columbine anniversary. Oh, keep up the good work, champ. (sighs) 
After interviewing the young man, the police chief said that he was obsessed with school shootings, research tactical supplies, and how long it would take police to arrive at a school when the process of shooting a date for his attack. Come on, man. You know, the big problem parents had to notice his fixation on the shooting. It was a warning sign they ignored, probably just because they questioned why he did the wrong raising him. It's too hard for them to think about, so they just let him be. Okay. Here's a great reason why Arnie's not a parent. Dad Arnie comes home after a long day on the golf course and not playing well, which means Arnie's in a mood. And there's Arnie Jr. in his room wearing a black trench coat listening to Nirvana. While probably on his computer watching television and eating a Hot Pocket. And he's going to look all depressed and all down and all that kind of stuff. And this is when Arnie Sr. walks in, me, and looks at him and goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? The kids at school are mean to me. The kids at school are mean to you. They beating you up? Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start toughing your ass up. What did I do wrong? Nothing. You're a pussy. God damn it. I swear to God. The younger generation, we, look, man, we're charm. It should be called the Charmin generation because they are so soft. If you get put in a locker in high school, I'm sorry that happened to you, but that does not warrant you going and killing 15 people. No. But you see, We've tried to equate that it, that's what one leads to, and it doesn't, okay? If we just do some simple, simple steps, simple step number one, teach your kid that the world is a shithole, first and foremost. The, the world is not a fair place. The world doesn't care about you, and it owes you absolutely, positively nothing. You're not entitled to anything in this world. Now, what does that mean? That means you have to fight, you have to work, you have to claw for everything that you ever get. Okay? No problem, except for the younger generation, because that's what mom and dad are for. See, we didn't have that luxury, because mom and dad were still clawing for theirs. Number two, I'd bring back. Tell my kids. This guy took my, my, my lunch money today at school. He took your lunch money, huh? So you didn't eat? No. Didn't eat? No. You going to let him do that to you again tomorrow? Well, he's bigger than me. I don't care. I'm bigger than you. You going to let me take from you? I'd walk in that kid's room and take the TV right out. What are you going to do about it? You ain't going to stand up to me? Teach your kids to stand up to bullies. No, not murderers, not people that have guns and things like that. I'm talking about your run-of-the-mill regular bullies. If you, want, if you want to battle bullying, first of all, you can never have more than one child. 
the first thing that you have to accept is that you're a one-child family for the everywhere. Because the older sibling will always bully the younger one. It started with Cain and Abel. Teach your kids to stand up to them. Say no. What if they hit me? What if they hit you? They ain't going to kill you. They punch you. Well, it could kill me. Because, see, we see all these stories about the one in a billion chance of these kids dying. Oh, I don't want to die. You ain't going to die. He's going to hit you in the mouth. And you know what you get to do then? You get to swing on him. I give you carte blanche. Little Arnie, if a kid takes a swing at you, Man, oh, man. That's when you can do all the cool wrestling moves that I've taught you. You kick the kid in the gut, and then you drop him on his chin. Absolutely. He swung at you first. You want to DDT him? Okay, that's great. He swung at you first. But we don't teach that anymore. Oh, we have to resolute problems. Let's talk these problems out. Let's sit down in our office. Shall we? Yeah, let, let's sit down in the office. Let's see how that works. Remember that, that, that six-year-old I talked about just a few minutes ago? Six-year-old that, 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 that shot the teacher? You know they sat down with that kid? They sat down with Mama and Daddy, too, and they said, this kid cannot come to our school anymore unless one of you accompanies him. Because that kid's such a fucking problem in school. But for some odd reason, this day, the day he brought a gun to school, mom and dad weren't there. So it makes me wonder, how long did they stick to their guns on that? No pun intended. Because I, I'm thinking it was more than a one in a billion chance that mom and dad didn't show up on the same day that he brought a gun. Now, I'm not saying mom and dad did it. I'm not saying that mom and dad had the kid do it. That kid know what, knows what's going on. Everybody wants to... Look, kids are stupid. Kids are really dumb. But they're still savvy in kid world. You got to remember that. We were all kids at one time. And we were all savvy. Now, did that mean we weren't going to get caught? No, because we're living in kid world, Brent. We thought we'd get away with everything. If you rode the bus to school and both your parents worked and your bus stop was kind of out of the eyesight of your parents leaving, if you didn't want to go to school that day and your school didn't call home, you didn't have to get a doctor's note. I don't know what school that is, but there are some schools out there like that. You waited for mom and dad to leave and you went back home. Because that's kid world. You're thinking as a kid. And then mom and dad show up early at home, and they catch you, and they whoop your ass. Now we have to go to a counselor and go, why do you think it was okay for you to come home? Why do you think it was okay for you to, 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 to tell a lie to your parents? Why do you think that was okay? I'm telling you. Therapy is bent over a knee getting spanked. And I ain't talking about you weird SDSM people. Or DSM, whatever that fucking, you, you Sodom Gomorites, whatever the hell you are. I'm talking about spanking your damn kids and whooping your kids. 
And if you don't want to whoop your kids, don't whoop your kids. I don't care. But if you want to whoop your kids with an open hand, you go right ahead. If you want to give them the time out, give them the time out. Discipline is nowhere to be found in the world anymore. BDSM, that's it. Fucking kid. I'm obsessed with school shootings. Well, you're going to jail. You don't, you don't even need to cut up a fucking cat before I know you're a problem. Now, I told you I had one of these stories that made me feel good, <clears throat> made me have hope, and it's over the dumbest thing in the world. It's over the goddamn Barbie movie. I saw this headline, and I said, this is the way things used to be. Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig. I know Greta Gerwig's from Sacramento. I know that she listened to me growing up. Greta, you're welcome for all the entertainment. Now put me in one of your fucking movies. You see, this year, the Barbie movie, those two got snubbed. Greta Gerwig, who made a billion-dollar movie this year, did not get nominated for uh, Best Picture. Or it did, but she didn't get get director's uh, nomination. And Margot Robbie did not get nominated for Best Actress. Now, instead of turning into complete twat waffles... What did they do? I'm going to tell you what they did. They've gotten together, and they have determined that they will become more determined to make an even better sequel with Ryan Gosling, and they choose to see the awards brush off as a badge of honor. Now, these are two people that could have easily just come out and worked the press and said, oh, we didn't get nominated because this is a, a, a silly movie about a doll, which it's a silly movie about a doll. I didn't get nominated because I'm a woman director, blah, blah, blah. They didn't say that. Instead, they said, okay, we're going to work harder even on the next one. We're going to make the next one even better to where you're going to have to nominate us. That right there is what America used to do. I told you the story about Rhino this morning at 4t5printing.com. And by the way, if you do not get a shirt there. Nice shirt, queer. Oh! Who's had opportunity after opportunity to fold up shop, fucking end up at the bottom of a bottle somewhere. But he said, no, I'm going to keep plugging away. I'm going to keep plugging away. And he sends me texts uh, updating me on things that are happening with him and all kinds of huge things are happening with him, and rightfully so. Why? Because he still has that gumption, that fortitude to go and get it done. Just like Greta Gerwig, who, and Margot Robbie. Let me me just say this real quick. 
I have three words. If any, can anyone guess the three words that I'm thinking that I would like to pass along to Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig? I know that somebody in my Sacramento area knows somebody that knows Greta Gerwig. Once again, put me in your fucking movie. I have three words for you, and it it pertains mainly to Margot Robbie. Does anybody know what those three words are? I'll even give you music to, to, to think about. Uh, get fuck Karen, no. I want you, no. Just do it, no. Fuck you, cunt, no. Damn wine rack, no. Show the cooter. You're getting close. P and V, no. My three words I have for you. Full frontal nudity. If you want to make this Barbie better than the last Barbie, I want to see her hoo-ha. I'd like to see some areola, please. And I, I'll, I'll just save it right now. I don't need to see part one to, to know what's going on in part two because all I know that in part two, there is full frontal nudity. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm sorry, maybe a, a, a fourth word that's not a real word, so it'd be a fourth and fifth word, but I like to put it as one word to piss people off. A lot. Full frontal nudity. It's all. And by the way, by the way, Ken Dog, I, I, you know, I. There we go. There is no just Ken. Ken can be on vacation somewhere. How about it's Barbie and her gal pals of appropriation, and, and, and we get Barbie. You know, even though Beyonce tried to steal that from me. We get, we get some hot black chick that plays that role. Get some hot Asian chick, mage you might know, or I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll get somebody to, to, to come and read for the part. And it's the gal pals of appropriation. And, and this time, the lesbian character of Barb. Barb will be played by a hot lesbian. We'll get a hot, we, we, we won't get like, you know, fucking Francis McDormand or anybody like that. That's gross. I don't want to see that. But the gals on the Barbie ranch, hey, Greta Gerwig, if you're listening, let's say the gals are together at the headquarters of cultural uh, of appropriation, um, and they're all nude. It's an all-nude meeting. So we got, you know, Lucy Lou naked or, or whoever today's equivalent of Lucy Lou would be. Not Aquafina. I don't want to see that fucking thing naked. Um, you know, uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry can be Barbet. Halle Berry naked. Bam! I'm just going to tell you right now, that movie will make a trillion dollars. A lot of full frontal nudity. 
I don't know why I'm not in Hollywood. I, 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 I don't know why. Maid says, I like white meat. All Asian women look the same to me. Well, I'm not doing it for you. I'm, I'm hoping you know some people. You got Ken over there. I imagine they know some hot, you know, Japanese chicks. They can, like, round out the whole Pacific Rim. You got to get a Samoan girl early on because once they hit, like, 35, they're like Russian women. Except Alicia. Alicia hearing this. You ever notice that, that Russian women, when they get older, they get huge? Like, oh, the, the fucking Trump's wife, in about another 20 years, she's going to look like one of them big babushka dolls. But, but Samoan chicks are the same way, them island chicks. So you got an island Barbie. You got coconut Barbie. We'll call her that. We'll call her coconut Barbie. I married a white lady to get my green card. (laughs) I'm just telling you right now. Oh, man. Oh, Sydney Sweeney. She can be the Swiss Barbie. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that? Sydney Sweeney. And maybe they have, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's time for for their physical activity of the day, the, the, the gal pals of appropriation. And maybe, I don't know. What could they be doing? They could be playing Naked Leapfrog. And it's her. It's Swedish Barbie. Barbie View. Sydney Sweeney. Naked. And, and, and she's doing Leapfrog. They're playing Leapfrog with Halle Berry and Margot Robbie. Boy, oh boy. Whew. This movie could make, I don't know what's bigger than a trillion. A quarillion? Trucker James says, I just pissed myself. A pillow fight to remember. Oh, amen. That's weird about Russian women. My brother had a friend from Russia, and she was about 24. She had to be the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life. Then five years later, she looked like a warm bag of mayonnaise. See? I told you. It happens. But not to Alicia. Alicia, no. Because she's, like, part Russian. I don't want her beating me up either or making me walk even further than she made me walk before. I'm picking on her because I didn't see her on here today. Probably taking care of the damn sick kids again. Topless volleyball, great idea. Great, great idea. Maybe, you know what, I've got, I've got the perfect thing. Okay, let's set up the cameras. We're going to get the, the gal pals of appropriation, and it's got to be lunchtime. Okay, and, and and all the gal pals, they're they're all together at lunch, naked. What the fuck is with Sydney's mouth? She has a mouth. I I never seen her mouth. Uh, and for lunch today, we're serving ice cream cones. That's right, and they're all like, and they're having an ice cream cone licking contest. Jesus, I am printing my own money now. If you were to tell guys that there was a scene like that in the Barbie movie, they would ask their girls, hey, you want to go see Barbie again? 
Greta's going to hear you steal all your ideas, then win Best Director and not even thank you. Well, hey, copyright, trademark, I said it all. Arnie, the feminist, would ride over this movie. I don't care. I'm making a billion dollars, and I, I, look, I'm the new Hugh Hefner after this movie. Corn dog. Oh, that's an even better one. Corn dogs. How far can you get the corn dog into your throat contest? Followed by, and it doesn't have to be ice cream. It can be yogurt. Oopsie daisy, you got yogurt all over your face. Mmm. Hey, Margo, why don't you lick this off me? Okay. Oh, God. Man, oh, man. That movie comes with a cold shower. I mean, seriously. Uh All right. Uh, so I was sent this story a couple days ago. Florence Pugh was fighting uh, with my family and Black Widow as her sister. I liked her. Then saw her in Oppenheimer in the full frontal sex scene. Dream that. I didn't know I wanted to come true. There you go. Um, this happened. Oh, wait. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Let me, let me get through this ad. Oh, perfect. We have to take a trip here, ass family. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Dave Coe says, how about a scene where Ken Doll opens up a salon that does mostly facials, if you know what I mean? But Ken's out of town. Barbie and the gal pals of appropriation have to run it. They, they, they're scene three. So we go from exercising to corn dogs and ice cream cones to getting facials. Yeah, I've got that Martin Scorsese who? All right, a Florida deputy will probably never, ever end up living this moment down. <laughs> deputy pulls up. Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! He was hit. Oh my god. Is he gonna be okay? I'm in the car! I shot! Through the car! Oh! Oh boy. I have not watched this yet. This is embarrassing. Um. I, I'm, I'm good. I feel weird, but I'm good. You feel weird, huh? Okay, I'm bracing myself to stand up. I'm good, I'm good. Please get to the part where you find out what it is. I'm gonna fast forward. She's taking aim. This is so sad. 
this guy th- this guy will will never be in law enforcement. He, he shouldn't be in law enforcement anymore. He was walking past his patrol car, and an acorn fell on him. prompting him to open fire on his vehicle and get other deputies involved with long rifles. All to the point that he had an acorn hit him in the head. Devin Stairs says the acorn was brown and unarmed. Standard reaction. Oh, he was a less than one year in. This happened in November. Quit in December. Yeah, I I probably would have quit too due to the fact that I would imagine that his locker was full of acorns. Uh, his patrol car full of acorns. And the fact of the matter is that he cannot t- tell the, the difference between an acorn and a bullet. Black acorns matter. Yeah. Yeah, Gibby, I, I'm going to agree with you that this guy is a very, very special, very special sort of uh, retarded. Um, he was a retard. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Yeah. Wow. That's going to look great on his resume. Oh, Jesus. He might become a new judge on America's Funniest Home Videos. His mother must be so proud. Nobody wants to be cops. They'll make nobody, anybody this proof. Uh, his coworkers referred to him as Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Uh, all right. Our final story, and this has to be... Boy, I love this stuff. This, you know, you know, you know when, 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 when I'm excited about a story and I've been holding this one back. Oh gosh, these ones make me giddy inside. They, 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 they make me almost, almost full staff. This is a story about Prahlad Gajar. Stackar, you know him. He's from uh, Andhra Pradesh, India. You know this feller? All right, so uh, he decided that he was going to go out one day and, and go to the uh, Sri Veswanara Zoological Park in Adahir Pradesh. Now, he went there because he wanted to take a picture with some of the animals. He wanted to take pictures of the animals. I mean, this is what people do. They go to the zoo, they take a picture of the animal. I just saw the Fort Worth Zoo just bore a, 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 a baby gorilla. I did the Fort Worth Zoo, I've never been to the Fort Worth Zoo. It's the best zoo, it's like second best zoo in America. I like zoos. I want to go see me some gorillas. And, and when, when, when Roscoe's big enough, we're going to the Fort Worth Zoo. Now... The fellow said, hey, uh, I want to take a picture with, I guess, what the park's big star is. You know how at SeaWorld they have Shamu? And you can't necessarily take a selfie with Shamu. I mean, you can hope that, you know, you catch the moment that Shamu is about to splash all that poop water on you. 
nailed that pronouncement. Thank you, Kale. I appreciate that. I know that you're indigenous to that area. Well, he said, I want, I want to get a picture of the animal. I want to get a picture of Dongalapur. Now, anytime you've got the name Dong in your name, you're pretty special. This is Dongalapur, the, the, the big lion at the zoo. So he's like, he's like king shit there. Dong. Well, we'll just call him Dong. Dong the lion. He said, hey, man, I want to get a picture of me and Dong the Lion. And, and the, the caretaker's like, no, hey, dude, hey, you back up. Back up, stupid. Well, stupid didn't back up. Nope. Instead, stupid not only went further, but he jumped into the enclosure. And wouldn't you know, before the caretaker even had time to react. <laughs> Good old Dong the Lion had mauled the man to death. <laughs> Investigating authorities. What is there to investigate? Dumb fuck jumped in, found out, and got fucking rotted. <laughs> The donger need food. Hashtag 16 candles. Automobile. Lake. Big lake. They're trying to figure out if the man was drunk when he fell in. When he jumped the 25-foot tall fence. How can you not stop somebody who's on a 25-foot fence? Motherfuckers, you're in India. I know y'all got rocks around there. Throw rocks at the motherfucker. So the dude was at the, the zoo alone. Hold on a second here. Shocking. The zoo has three lines. You got Dongalapur, Kumar, and Harold. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Sundry. Sundry's the other line at the zoo. Dong is being moved and kept under observation since the attack. Oh, God damn. He was damn well sober when he got donged. I just... I. See, these stories, these stories give me hope for humanity because I realize how stupid the world is. Like, I don't know how many videos I need to see, and I need to see more because I'm never, ever going to get tired of it. When, when, when people decide that they really want to be a part of nature, I've said it a long time, and that Cowboys Girl, this does not apply to you because nature is totally your friend until that one day a bear eats you. And I can play I told you so. Um, see, the surfers who get eaten by sharks, you're in a shark's backyard. What did you think was going to happen? Okay? That, that one, I can, I can see you getting away with that one. But see, when you jump 
actually into a lion's den, there ain't nothing good that's going to come from that. It, when these motherfuckers go on safari, it, let's say I were to go on a price tour. I know I'm going a little long. I don't care. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. Let's say I go, I go second and I can pick whichever fucking, you know, showcase showdown I want after I verbally assault Drew Carey because he's a liberal fuck. Um, and the first showcase showdown, we all know the first showcase showdown always sucks. It's always terrible. Right? The first one is usually fucking bed sheets. There's a shower curtain that's got fish on there. There's some towels. Maybe a dishwasher. Maybe. And and if they're really, really throwing it at you there, a little sailboat. A dinghy. That's the first showcase showdown. Let's say the second showcase showdown that I can bid on and possibly win is an all-expense-paid trip to Africa to go on a crazy safari. I'm just telling you right now, I'm picking the fucking towels. I ain't going on no safari. Bad things happen to people on safari. You don't believe me? There's this little channel called YouTube. Go check it out. Motherfucker puts their arm out. Who in the hell? If they say that there is a tiger or a lion, a tiger. They say that there is a tiger in them, that the high grass they got there. Just got to keep an eye out for them. Well, I'll be keeping an eye out for them on the other side of the bus with the windows rolled up. Motherfucker decided to put his arm out there. Put his arm out there. And what happened? What happened? We've all seen the video. That lion jumps like 10 feet in the air and he's got a skewer for an arm now. Mm-mm-mm. Good God almighty. Fucking dumb people. But once again, these dumb people are my fuel. These dumb people are my heroin. And this shows the needle that injects it into me. Because I need stories of these people. These people get me going. So, Ask Family, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back on Monday. I know Monday is President's Day, which means no mail, no nothing cool happens on Monday. It's okay. I'll be here. I will be here on Monday, I promise. So, until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. It's the weekend. It's time to go out. Maybe you're going to get lit on your three-day weekend. Hey, more power to you. Have, have some drinks for your boy Arn, because I can't do it anymore. But if you do, whatever you do, get away home. Designate a driver. Go to Uber. Go to Lyft. I think they're off strike now. Find a way home. Get home safe. So I can have you back on Monday morning. Until then, adios, everybody. Uh-
the whole world shook up. It all started with a little bit of kiss and a hug. It's a little bit of teeny witty thing they call a love bug. There's three gods in Texas, the Almighty Self, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You're listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.